before I lead worship, I cannot walk in there scattered. If I do, I'm just going through the motions. This is the Worship Team Training Podcast. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, worship teams, leaders, and friends, thank you so much again for subscribing to the Worship Team Training Podcast. Thank you for uploading us into your device, or if you're listening by computer, or if you are a member of our WTTU, that's Worship Team Training University, you're watching us by video. All of our friends, thank you so much for subscribing on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher elsewhere that we have broadcast stream for our podcast. We thank you so much for coming in this week. Happy Monday to you. We are talking about motion. What is it about the process of going through the motions in worship versus worshiping? You may find yourself doing that each Sunday, or you may know somebody in your team who's just kind of going through the motions. We're going to address that because why is that critical that we stop going through the motions and we get real? We're going to talk about that in just a second. Uh, We thank you guys for visiting worshipteentraining.com and checking out WTTU.co. Be sure that you can catch most of these postings on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can find Worship Team Training if you search that out on our socials. Also, be sure to find us on Bible.com. You can see my highlights, comments, reading devotional plans. Just search Brandon Dempsey Worship Team Training. It will come right up. Also, uh, be sure to, again, sign up for the Monday Morning Digest, worshipteentraining.com. Right on the homepage, enter your email address, and we'll give you back a gift, a free Devo written by yours truly. And when you become a member of Worship Team Training University, which is our, again, WTTU.co site, you will get another email specifically geared for developing you your leadership, your worship ministry, as you receive our weekly newsletter of content that we put out each week, fresh, just like these videos, and Thursday training videos, music, interviews, webinars, downloads. You can't miss it. There's so much more. Uh, Guys, I want to turn your attention to our calendar coming up. Members, you can't uh, miss uh, our guests that we have coming back to the program. We are going to be having... Uh, great people like Dustin Smith, also Travis Ducier, and at the end of the month, we have John Egan. So uh, don't miss out. Um, go to wttu.co slash events. Let's get right to it. Motion. What does that mean for you? What does it mean to stay in motion with God or being out of sync apart from God? Just going through the motions clamorously throughout your worship service or maybe just your week. Uh, you you know, I get to that point too where I feel like, man, I'm just, I feel mechanical. I say that to my worship team. I don't want the music to feel mechanical because I know if I'm feeling it, I know my team's going to feel it too. So how do you break out of the mechanics? How do you break out of the non-motion and get in motion with God? And I don't mean going through the typical Sunday in, Sunday out, and this is what I do for God because that's much different instead of being in tune with God. Let's look at what our dictionary says for motion. It says, the action or process of moving or being moved. So if we take that into the understanding of, you know, we're always in motion. I mean, this is Newton's theory. But what keeps us there? What what keeps us, I think, A, what keeps us going through the motions? And then B, which is more important, what keeps us in motion with God? 
going through the motions could just simply mean, I'll just say it, you're burnt out. Or maybe you're getting close to that point. Whenever you feel like things are just not, and I don't mean not going your way, but when you feel like things are almost becoming numb, uh, you, you show up at rehearsal, you show up with your team, you do things for your church, or maybe you're working all through the week at another job, and you're just kind of, you know, punch in, punch out, where Sunday becomes that same kind of punch in, punch out. That, my friends, is just going through the motions. Now, I don't have to describe or define this for you. You know exactly what this means. And I think it takes a brick wall from God to stop us, to stop that motion. And so where do we get the stopping motion? I read this in Psalm 119, 172. This is our key scripture for the week. And it says this, May my tongue sing of your word, for all your commands are righteous. Now, Brandon, why can that be a big wall to stop us? Yeah, you're right. Uh, because here's here's why. When we sing the word of God, yes, we can go through the motions of that, or we can be real about it. But the one thing that's within the melody of God comes his commandments, comes his righteousness. And if we are in tune with God, those commandments from a holy God, righteousness from a loving God should indeed stop us in our tracks where we say, like all of the uh, biblical authors and characters that we read about, wow, I am in awe. I am undone. I am a man or woman of unclean lips. And God, I need you because then we see God's holiness apart from our own. And it may take you a while to get there. I mean, here's the thing. Let me just ask you the question. In, in all this motion that we're talking about, what causes you to sing? What causes you to be in tune with God? And that's our theme, right? We're talking about motion. So it could come from, from a melody. And, and um, pay attention, members. I'm on page 78 of The Journey of a Worshipper. And uh, you get this book by becoming a member here at the university. Uh, members, just in case... Uh, brand new members, we say welcome and thank you. Just in case if you did not get the book, uh, be sure to email me, Brandon at WTTU.co, and get your book there. What causes you to sing? It comes from a melody, a memory, or something deep in the heart. But deep inside the heart, there is a song that God is singing. So I think we have two things going on we have our own song right that may be our own holiness and then we have god's song which is god's holiness how do we connect or maybe disconnect where we were from our own holiness and connect to god i think that's the biggest switch and it has to be in talking with a friend this past week there was this emotion of i want to give up Uh, i don't see the point Uh, why isn't god Responding, and I cannot take control of God doing it for me, so I'm just going to take control and do it myself. You know, when we get into our, our, our fixes like this, that's when we are, we are in going through the motions at that point. And for you, it may be something else. For me, it's something else. But for this person, they were in their own motions, and the motion was, well, 
I'd rather just stay and control with what I can rather than let God do it because I don't see God acting. And my question was, well, when did God stop acting? I mean, maybe you don't feel like it, but when did God ever stop? I mean, that did happen. You were there yesterday, right? You're not there today. I mean, today is a new day. And I think that is the whole switch is God doesn't stop. God doesn't quit. And I think that when we start basing our feelings and even opinions and perspectives on what we think God is doing versus what the reality is, then yeah, then God seems like he has stopped. God may seem like things are slow, that he's not coming through. When the reality is that God is even closer to you right now, even as I'm speaking right now, you're thinking about that one thing that's maybe put you out of motion, that's put you out of orbit with God. What is that? That one thing. And whatever that is, I say embrace it. I say don't neglect it, don't turn away from it, but rather embrace it in the sense of bringing it before Jesus. I don't mean I don't mean embracing it by we want to succumb to it. No, not at all. But we want to embrace it saying, okay, Lord, it's like saying this is who I am. God, this is where I've been. I need you. I I put this before you vulnerably. And at the intersection of grace and your mercy, and I need you to help me to see what your true mercy is and how your grace receives me. The, the grace that receives me, that tells me that I'm of worth, the mercy that comes and heals me so that I know I'm of worth and I know I'm of worth to you. So as human souls, we tend to gravitate to routines and, and that's not a big deal. But we're all susceptible in going through the motions. When it comes to the worship of God, He calls us to slow down. I know in my heart, God calls me to slow down. God calls me to rest. So when we think about how the Lord calmed the disciples on the sea, how the Lord calmed Elijah from running, we see in in Paul as well, God calmed Paul down from killing Christians, right? We, we see this consistency of God in the motion. But what's interesting is that God doesn't stop or slow down his motion. He slows down ours. And when we think about going through the motions, maybe it, it is time for you to slow down. Worship team training leaders and members know that God calls us to be calm. I I say this a lot in my teaching, that he calls us to be still and know that he is God. That part's from Scripture. But the the reality, truth is, is that God has called all of us to slow down to to a certain point to get, why, where? At a place where we can hear him. And when you look at the life of Paul, of the disciples on the boat of Elijah, God slowed them down to a place where they could hear God because that's where you see the story change. You see all the motion within the prophets and the disciples. You see all this motion of get, 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 going, 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 going. I got to get this done. And then you see the slow, you see the slow progression, this, um, like in music, this retardando to slow them down to a point 
where things become almost still. And then you see God shift this reality within them. I think much of the time when we're going through the motion, it's almost like we're walking in a fantasy world. We're not it's not reality anymore. We're not making good decisions, good judgments, and good choice making with what God's called us to do, which is why we're in a tailspin, which is why we're going through the motions. And I think when God slows us down, when we come to that point of slowness and rest, we're able then to hear God and validate his word in our hearts, validate the, the, I guess, the reality and sense of, Lord, this is what I need. I need you. And then we see the peace of God. We see the stillness of God. And then the question maybe somebody might have right now, but Brandon, okay, that sounds great, but how can I slow down? I say stop. Stop what you're doing. We're so busy, and we put so much into – what is it? I think much of the time we put so much into our social media and our updates than we do actually maybe – Getting ready for the morning, ready for the morning, and just having some peace um, with our coffee and with the Word of God, or whatever it is that can bring you up slowly for the morning. I think we put so much energy into will people like my status update, or will people know me for this post, or whatever that it is that we want to accomplish. We put more effort and value in that sometimes than our own daily work. Now, I can truly tell you that. This is part of the reason why I have unplugged from much of social media because it just got me nowhere. I was putting so much effort, energy, and time into things that really didn't matter when I understood what really mattered and pouring my life back into that, which is who? My God, the study of His Word, my wife, my family, my children, um, and then comes my church, then comes my friends, then comes the outer places that I go. These areas in my life become way more important. They up the value in my registry because at that point, I know that I'm making good decisions of the things that matter. I value the things that matter. So the question is, do you value the things that matter? Are you valuing the things that don't matter? And it comes down by choice. So choose to slow down. Choose to take more time to say, you know what? I can go five minutes without updating my Facebook. I mean, we're so spoiled in the U.S. and abroad. Uh, it's like, and I don't mean just the U.S., but everywhere. We're, we're so spoiled by the fascination of the jolt and energy that we get out of social media or reading a headline or whatever. And that's great. But can't you find five minutes to unplug, ten minutes? Maybe make it a habit each week. You know, and that's what I have to do before I lead worship. I cannot walk in there scattered. If I do, I'm just going through the motions. It's very much like having a date with my wife. If I'm so consumed of my work, of my wants, my needs, who am I no longer in tune with? My wife. I'm no longer engaging her. I'm still thinking about work, the cycle, and you may be saying, yeah, that's me. So when can that slow down? I believe it takes the Lord Jesus to bring us back to the center where we are comforted and protected, where we know he brings back to mind all the things that he has done for us. Look, I'm reading from page in the middle of page uh, 78. It says right here, when we ask the Lord to guide us and we dive deep into his word, we become saturated 
in his knowledge and understanding. We are one with the Father through Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. When is the last time that when you read the scripture, you said, dear Jesus, Holy Spirit, I ask that you empower me, that you would overtake me with your presence. You may be at a point where maybe reading God's word or praying just seems so far. Well, you know what? There's a reason why you're listening to this broadcast. This is not by coincidence. Maybe God is speaking right now to your heart saying, yes, come to me. Yes, the thing that you're putting off or the thing that you're putting ahead of me, I want you first. And when we come to Jesus first, when we come to the Lord and slow down and see the greater works and the greater motion that God is already doing within us, we have that much more reason to sing. As we started out with the scripture verse that says, may my tongue sing of your word. I think at that point, friends, we can truly sing of God's word and be lifted up and and just unify with God because then we see how great his commandments and righteousness really is when we take the time. The thing is, God is not impending upon us. God is not saying to us, well, you better take time with me or this, or you haven't done this in your life. You know, the Holy Spirit does convict us. But what I'm saying is that it's not God who makes our trouble. We make our own trouble. And the Lord can only pull us out of it if we ask him. But if we're just sitting there, just pity party, sitting there just thinking, well, how can I get up from here? Well, we'll stay in that state, and we will actually go through those motions as well. But maybe you're at a point where you feel weak enough, and you say, but God, I can't do this on my own. Then let me just reassure you, you're exactly where God wants you. If you feel like you cannot do it yourself, and you're powerless over those things, then you're exactly at the point where Christ is can do his mighty work through you. So worship team, worship leader, what does it take? What does it take for you to stop motion and to be in tune with God? Instead of being in motion with what you're doing, but to be in motion and in tune with God, what will it take? I know for me, it took the changing of my heart because that is the way of God's rescue. You got to look at it that way. The changing of your heart is a way of God's rescue. God already is in the mission to heal and mend and bring back together your heart. He causes our hearts to sing for joy because of Jesus Christ. Every song is new because every day is new and it's filled with this unconditional love that was the last term that we looked at last week was conditional unconditional but it's it's god's unconditional love that keeps us singing that comes from uh, i derived that from psalm 69 so question do you see yourself in the same way that god sees you And in those very things that you see about God in which you see yourself, are you willing for those things to change? Are you willing for God to change them? Do you desire for God to completely change you? If you want to get out of going through the motions and to get in motion and get in tune with God, it starts here. It starts with a deep, hard look in the mirror and saying, God, I need you to change this in my life because the way I'm going is nowhere. But the way that you are, where you are, 
is somewhere I know I need to be. And your word guarantees that. So help me to see your word in the way that you have intended it to be within my heart. And if any reason that I disagree or argue with you, then Lord, battle me so that you win me to your side so that no longer is my lack of faith an obstacle or my hindrance to see you for who you really are becoming a wall. But yet break those walls, break those hindrances, break those boundaries that I put up so that I can see you in the way that you have already revealed yourself according to Scripture. So friends, I ask you during this time and this podcast, do you agree? Do you disagree? With everything that was said here, have I helped maybe open your thoughts, open your heart to something new, or have I maybe led you to another place? Uh, Maybe did something catch you where it just, it, it brought you to a concern, it brought you to a question? I want to know what those questions and those concerns are. Hit me up. That's Brandon at worshipteamtraining.com and that's my first name is spelled b-r-a-n-o-n at worshipteamtraining.com you can also find the contacts on our websites and our social medias Um, you hit me up on instagram so i just ask you how much of a desire do you want this for your life because i guarantee you if you ask for this indeed by to the lord he will immeasurably give this to you and think then how much will that benefit your family the ones that love you the ones that you love how would that also benefit your church how would it benefit the leading of worship in your church the worship itself of your church the unity that you would have with everybody in community god has called us to a greater call and i believe it's in the community of relationships because that's what it means to lead worship so friends i ask you Out of what you heard today, would you like this personal encouragement to come to you and your worship team? We have several ways that we can do this. Our worship team training leaders know that we can come to you by workshops. And that is going to worshipteamtraining.com slash workshops. We build a a highly customizable workshop that fits to your team's skills, their needs, and the need of the heart, as well as working with your budget. Just hit us up. Um, we, we take a Friday and Saturday. Uh, you can see the previews of our book and what we teach, what I teach. I come out and work with you one-to-one. Um, also, we have consultations that are in and out. You can find all of that, again, back on worshipteentraining.com slash workshops. And are you a worship leader or team member on the go? Then you may be interested in our university program that works with you. 24, 24-7 on-demand content, just like how our leaders are watching me right now that are members of our university. We have over 800 articles, videos, downloads, ebooks, materials just for your worship team and the needs for making that high impact in the development of your worship ministry. So don't miss it. Go to WTTU.co. And if you email me right now, I will actually I will give you a free pass to get inside of the university. You can see it yourself. So all you need to do again, I'm giving you many excuses to take advantage of this. Email me, Brandon, B-R-A-N-O-N, at WTTU.co, or anywhere that you can find our contact information. Guys, thank you so much for this podcast, for coming in, uploading us to your device, listening, playlists. Thank you also for our broader audiences that we're finding on uh, Buzzsprout and Stitcher 
And we just thank you guys because we're getting a lot more flow, a lot more people coming in. Uh, your comments and emails are always appreciated. Thank you so much for letting us know what's happening in your worship ministry. Let me know how I can help you. I would love to do that. Sit down with you one-to-one with coffee, on the phone, Skype, whatever. Just let me know what I can do. And it is a pleasure being with you. And I ask you humbly, would you, if you like this podcast and what you heard, share this out with a friend. That's even better than giving us a five-star rating. Share it out with somebody that you know, that you love, that needs to hear this message. Or maybe you took in this message today, and I pray that it helps you. So, Until then, guys, remember, uh, we come to you every Monday with these messages like this, and we thank you for being a part and taking us in and sharing your ministry with us. So thank you, and remember, you don't need to be perfect. Just let God lead you, transform you, and the way that you live life and the way that you lead worship. I'm Brandon Dempsey for WorshipTeamTraining.com and Worship Team Training University. See you next time. Bye. This has been a Worship Team Training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.